0: 97.9 The Hill and Chapelboro.com present Today's Business with Sharon Hill. Listen as Sharon Hill discusses trending topics in today's business world with entrepreneurs and leaders in our community and what they're doing to provide innovation and guidance for success. Find this and all episodes at WCHL's website, Chapelboro.com. Now, Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Thank
1: you for joining us today. My guest is Nathan Ligo, who is the head and Instructor and executive director at Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sharon, for having me. Pleasure. Nathan, let's dive right in. What is
2: Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate? So, um, Ligo Dojo is a is a karate school in Chapel Hill, um, open to the general public. We teach classes for uh, kids and adults. Um, we're also different than uh, than the other martial arts schools in town in that we're a nonprofit. Uh, we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit, um, and we receive some grant money to serve a small number of uh, at risk or low income kids. In addition to our to our regular student body,
1: Nathan, in what ways does your being a nonprofit differentiate you from your competition?
2: Well, aside from the, um, the the kids that we serve that wouldn't be there at all, um, were it not for the grant, grant funding that we have, um, the fact that we're a nonprofit allows us to focus on uh, curriculum uh, a little bit better than the for-profit schools in the area that are um, more money-oriented. So um, in and and I and I, I hate to generalize because there are there are uh, there are other good schools out there, but the. Um, the general atmosphere in most for-profit martial arts schools is to get as many students in and make them as happy as possible, no matter what the outcome is, because it makes money. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we have um, that we have grant money allows us to focus as we want to on quality instruction. And sometimes quality instruction means teaching hard lessons. And when you when you teach hard lessons, you have students who are who are not. It's not all fun and games for the students all the time time, right, um, and that's the main element uh, of us being a nonprofit that, that our students benefit from.
1: Okay, and Nathan, what is the age
2: group? What's the youngest your students can be and the
1: oldest your students can be?
2: So um, our website lists six years old as the starting age. Um, we we often accept five year olds as exceptions. So we just uh, we listed six so we wouldn't be overrun because that age between five and six is about the age that we've uh, we've learned is an age where the kids can actually participate in a karate class rather than something that's uh, fun and games oriented or babysitting and oriented, and that's one of the things that are that our competition does um, is babysitting and and child care of course is there's a huge market for child care and um, we prefer not to do child care for the sake of child care we do karate for the sake of teaching quality karate
1: understand this is the real deal here we we
2: we we try to be authentic <laughs>
1: thank yes. you Nathan please tell us your qualifications to do what you do
2: um, well I suppose my uh most significant qualification is that I've been uh, that I've been um, dedicated to my art for 32 years. I started um, as a teenager in Chapel Hill when I was 13 years old. Um, I've had some pretty significant. Uh, educational experiences, including um, two years in, in Japan when I was 19 and 20 years old with a very famous instructor, um, a couple of years in Korea and a couple years in, in Eastern Europe. So the main qualification I was going to mention was that I've been um, dedicated to my art since I was uh, 13 years old and I'm, I'm currently in my 40s. But uh, it occurs to me that a greater qualification probably than that is the fact that as a uh, young person, as a teenager, my life was remade by my own uh, path in karate, uh, and the fact that uh, that karate kind of straightened me out and made me a stronger, happier person uh, is the is what I think is what drives me to to provide that experience for other young people.
1: When we talked earlier, Nathan, didn't you say you're the only person in the U.S. to hold some kind of record from the person in Japan who was since passed on
2: what yeah was that about? Uh, it's true uh, and uh, there's uh, an instructor in, in Japan who founded the who founded the style of karate that I teach um, who died in nineteen ninety four and uh, it, it said that he had. Um, twelve million students in one hundred and thirty countries at the time of his death. and uh, and he had a he had a program uh, that was a residential program where students lived in a dormitory with their heads shaved uh, oh. uh, and 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 did nothing but karate training, which I attended when I was nineteen and and twenty years old. and uh, and so, yeah, I, I I had a pretty unique experience that, that, that <laughs> awesome. won't be replicated <laughs> won't by won't another.
1: Replicated. Nathan, why don't you please give us your contact information, please?
2: Okay. So uh, the, the website is www.ligodojo.com. Dojo, D-O-J-O, of course, means karate school in, in Japanese. And LIGO is my last name. So that's www.ligodojo.com. Uh, and the phone number is there. It's there on your website. Yes. You're in Chapel Hill. Why Chapel Hill, Nathan? Um, well, I'm from Chapel Hill, uh, and uh, I'm actually kind of from Davidson, North Carolina and Chapel Hill because I had a parent in each one of those communities when I was when I was a child. But I went to Glenwood Elementary School and I went to Phillips, uh, what was then Phillips Junior High School <laughs> um, before moving uh, back to Davidson for for high school. I, I went to uh, to Carolina for a year um, and uh, wound up graduating from Davidson College, uh, but uh it's my hometown. It's it's where I it's where I was made and it's where I, I therefore feel the most uh like my place is to try and work with with kids
1: right and your location is off of weaver dairy
2: yeah we're at weaver dairy road um in cedar falls uh, shopping center which is that small shopping center next to east chapel hill high school where the pig is that's the barbecue the pig. place
0: everybody
1: loves the pig yes right. okay nathan let's take a break and when we come back let's hear more about your fabulous dojo and how you're involved in it all right wonderful thank you thank you, you. You're listening to 97.9 WCHL. My guest today is Mr. Nathan Ligo, the head instructor and executive director at Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate. Please don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill.
1: And we're back. My guest today is Nathan Ligo, head instructor and executive director at Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate. Nathan, you mentioned that your business is a nonprofit and that a small percentage of students are are referred youth. Uh, Can you tell me who makes those referrals?
2: I'm sure uh, first I'd like to emphasize however that it is that it is at any one given time it's a small percentage and that nobody, um, knows who you know. Kids are kids, and nobody nobody knows who is a referred child and who is a non-referred child. But the lion's share of our um, funding comes from JCPC, which is the Juvenile Crime Prevention Council, and the and the funds are directed towards serving kids who are who are delinquent or who are at risk of becoming delinquent. And our our referred kids um, range uh, between the eight, between a very young age and teenagers, and. It's it's often that our that our teenagers are are referred by the department of juvenile justice having having had some kind of Uh, having some kind of court experience and that they are actually court-ordered to attend Um, and uh, we have kids at the younger end of the spectrum who are who in some cases are simply um, economically unable to participate without our support in fact um, we have just recently uh, admitted uh, two kids one six years old and and her brother who's eight who are Syrian refugees
1: oh my gosh that's wonderful Oh, man, you're giving back. This is wonderful. Nathan, uh, tell us, what's a class like? First of all, I understand that nobody knows who the referred students are. I love that. Everybody's equal in your classes. What is a class like? If a parent signs their child or even if the adult comes in, what can they expect to have happen in terms of the schedule, in terms of the rigor? What's it like?
2: So um, our adult class schedule is from 6:30 to 8:30 uh, Monday through Friday. We have five classes a week and they're pretty intense classes being as they're two hours long Ooh. Um, And so the average the average student comes in twice a week. Um, some of them have these great ambitions when they start of coming in four and five times a week, but two hour <laughs> classes are no joke. and, and our classes in particular are, are very are very you know we do, The real thing, so it's it's very rigorous. Um, Our kids' classes are uh, are essentially five to six. There's some some variety, uh, five p.m. to six p.m. There's essentially some that are a little bit earlier and some that are a little bit later. But the kids also come two or three times a week. Their class is a little bit shorter, and uh, when kids hit 12 years old, we start to talk with them about their moving into the adult teen class, which is the evening class. Um, So uh, basically we have those two classes. Adults and teens are together. And we have students um, who start their training at the age of 50 or at the age of 52 or or whatever at at one end of the spectrum. And then um, it's basically... uh, the the adult teen class is kind of based on height, and we have we have thirteen year olds um, who are who are reaching an, ad, an adult height, so they can train safely uh, with adults. But but the kids class is mostly up to, until twelve.
1: Up to up to twelve. Got it. That's that's helpful. Everybody, do you have to buy a uniform? What do you call the uniforms in your
2: dojo? Um, well, the Japanese word for uniform for a karate uniform is a dogi. But dogi. Dogi. <laughs> is, that a, <laughs> but,
1: is that a fee that uh, every student has to have taken care of?
2: Um, no, the, the doge we give the dogie is free when oh. when, the, when the students sign up for classes and, and like the for profit uh, uh, schools in the area, we have memberships that um, are for three, six, nine, or twelve months. Um, the difference is is that we tend to be less expensive than the for profit competition, ah. which is ironic because we alf- we also um, tend to be of a, a, a you know it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges in yeah. in, the, uh, in the in terms of quality. But the, to answer your question, no, uniforms are free. Um, we, do, we do have memberships uh, and, and rely on them in order to um, keep the lights on.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. Thank you very much. Uh, give us your contact information one more time, please.
2: Okay. So uh, the, the uh, website uh, is www.ligodojo.com. My last name is Ligo, L-I-G-O, and Dojo, D-O-J-O. It means karate school, so it's ligodojo.com.
1: Do men and women, the adults now, compete at the same time or is it class for women, class for men?
2: No, it's it's definitely uh, men and women together, boys and girls together, absolutely. Um, it— uh, you just made me recall a, a a moment in in my past when I was much younger when I saw women competing in a in a full- contact karate tournament for the first time i was I was about twenty, and it was uh, it was in New York, and there were Canadians present. and uh, you know I was I, I had a preconceived notion. Uh, that was biased and uh, and it completely dissipated oh when my I watched God. when I watched the women when, when I watched the women compete and one yes. of the things that we pride ourselves in now is having a very strong women's program and many of the Many of the strong role models and, uh, and instructors in, at my school are, are women, and um, I'm really proud of the work that we do to develop strength and confidence in young women.
1: That's very encouraging. Now, you mentioned competition in the past. Do your students participate in competitions?
2: Um, it's not a huge part of what we do, but uh, to answer your question, uh, yes, there are a couple of tournaments uh, per year, one in Florida, one in Maine, one in, uh, one in Connecticut even that we um, take students to um, year by year. Um as a matter of fact um, we we um, some of my adult students actually participate in in tournaments in Japan. Uh, there's a instructor seminar that we attend uh, every year in the spring um, and um, of course, there's a, there's a large expense involved, and, and that's the most serious of the serious students. But we, we aspire to participate in international events as well.
1: Nathan, I can tell that karate is just part of your fiber, everything you're doing and saying your whole life from youth to these 40s. Why did you start this particular uh, dojo at this particular location in Chapel Hill?
2: Well, I mentioned that I wanted to give back to the Chapel Hill community because um, my own karate experience as a teenager transformed me as a, as an individual. Um, we, we, uh, founded, uh, LIGO Dojo in 1999. So we're pushing two decades at this point. Um, but you know, people, people ask me sometimes why I started karate and basically, you know, why do kids start an activity? I started an activity because my parents, uh, took me to it, but I, I wound up being, uh, the student of a, of a, of a, really good instructor who who, uh, changed my life, and that's what I aspire to be for my own students. Thank you, Nathan. Makes all the sense. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill carrboro community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. Thank you for staying with us.
1: My guest today is Mr. Nathan Ligo, head instructor and executive director at Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate. Nathan, we're talking about karate. How long
2: do people generally practice karate in their lives? Well, I've I've been at it for for more than thirty years, and uh, my hope is for all of my students is that they is that they continue long term. Generally, uh, two and a half or three years is what it takes for black belt. Um, but really, I mean, karate is an activity that people can do throughout their lives and do other things too. Uh, when I was in high school, for example. Um, my, my karate teacher strongly emphasized that i that i get good grades in school and, and in fact required me to get a certain grade point average for my karate promotions Whoa. but uh, i also participated in sports and uh, one of one of the uh, things that competes for my my children's time are activities like soccer or lacrosse in, in, in Chapel Hill, and um, I'm, de- you know, I'm delighted when kids do other sports. I did myself when I was a kid, but karate was the one thing that stayed with me all um, along from, from start to finish, and um, it really is an activity that brings so much to young people's lives and to adults' lives uh, if, if it's something that they, that they continue.
1: Good to know. Now, overall, what are the benefits of karate training?
2: Well, it's really um, about developing uh, strength and that's, that's physical strength, of course, which, which um, also includes health. But um, it's also spiritual strength and uh, mental strength. Uh, and um, my, my personal theory for, for karate training in terms of spiritual strength is that um, in life, uh, the, the better decisions uh, for one's life or the better decisions for one's community are generally – the harder decisions to make. It's not the easy road, it's the hard road. And by empowering uh, students uh, spiritually, physically, and mentally, I hope that I'm making people who will give uh, back to the community um, and be role models in the community um, in, in terms of the life decisions that they make.
1: You're, you're changing a lot of lives for the better, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tell us, finally, what is your contact information?
2: Okay. So, uh, once again, the, the, the website is www.ligodojo.com. That's L-I-G-O-D-O-J-O dot com. Dot And this is your passion.
1: I can just tell. My audience, I tell you, if you could see this gentleman, you'll know he is serious about his karate. And it sounds like it's something that's really changed your life and changed other people's lives as well. Yes. I wish you a lot of luck and all the beauty of life that you're doing to all these beautiful people and kids as you go through life with the karate. Thank you so
2: much, Sharon, for having me uh, today. It's It's been wonderful.
1: Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Friends, you've been listening to Mr. Nathan Ligo, who is the head instructor and executive director at Ligo Dojo of Budo Karate. This is Sharon Hill. You've been listening to 97.9 WCHL. Thank you so much for listening. That's our show for today.
0: You've been listening to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Remember, you can find this episode and all other episodes of Today's Business on our website, chapelborough.com. Join us again next week for the next edition of Today's Business on 97.9 The Hill.